Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and, excuse me, normally how we do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I am not going to do that on today nor am I going to read a letter to my future hubby. And I know it's been a while since I have written a letter to my future hubby, so I'll get back on that bandwagon. However, what I really wanted to talk about, and I won't be before you all long, I hope you had a very, 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 very happy holiday um, and happy soon-to-be New Year to all of my listeners. Okay, let's get into it. So, in reference to Megan Good and Devon Franklin, I wanted to talk about it, and I'm not going to be before you long. Um, One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it is simply because um, I was having a conversation with my sweetheart in regards to this situation, and he is very familiar with the religion, the Seventh-day Adventist, Um, and he stated that Devon Franklin is a Seventh-day Adventist. Um, I heard an interview that Megan Good had with someone, and she had stated had she known that he was a minister, she most likely would have ran the opposite direction. Let's unpack that for a moment. So it is stated And she has stated on multiple occasions that she believed that God told her that Devon Franklin was her husband and that she knew for nine months before they ever started dating. Now, Devon Franklin, her husband, has filed for divorce. Now, I believe with God all things are possible. I also believe that God hates divorce whenever he puts a marriage together. But I also believe that we're not supposed to be unequally yoked. But what does that look like? Are you unequally yoked because of what God considers being equally yoked? Or are you unequally yoked because of man's opinion of what is considered unequally yoked? Because when, and this is just my opinion, I believe that when you're delving into the religious realm, that you can become so bound by religion that you literally are operating in like a robotic manner, where you're no longer, quote, unquote, considering what thus said the Lord, but what you're actually doing is people-pleasing. So we know that Megan Good is an actress. Devon Franklin said that he knew that she was an actress from the very beginning. That also did not sway him from pursuing her. But I also heard an interview 
where Devon Franklin said that he Franklin said that he had a list. He had a list, and what he said he did was set aside the list. I'm paraphrasing um, because he did not want to worship the list, but he wanted to hear from God. What has changed? If God has stated that this is your wife, and if God has stated that this is your husband, what has changed? Did you stop hearing from God to decide to go ahead and file for divorce? Are you listening to people, which is why you're filing for divorce? Or is it because there's been so much ostracizing that has taken place concerning his wife that he believes divorce is the only option to give her a sense of peace. Because when it comes to the church, as much as we say that we love God, we can be some of the most critical people on this planet not allowing people to create and to experience their own testimony. Remember, everybody's testimony is not the same. Everybody's walk with God is not going to be the same. Like I was having a conversation with my honey, and I was stating to him, your dialogue with God is going to be completely different than my dialogue with God. But does that mean that we're not having a dialogue with God? No, we're just having a different encounter. So in my opinion, when it comes to believing that God has ordained a relationship, the only people that matter in that ordination are the ones involved. So when you are talking about matrimony, there's the husband, there's the wife, and then if you welcome him in, there's God as the foundation, as he should be the foundation, in my honest opinion. So if you're doing it according to decency and order, then even when the going gets tough, I can understand separating for a season, maybe because you really truly need to hear from God and you really truly need to get a grasp of what is truly taking place. But the only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I had talked about this not too long ago. You'd have to go through some of my other episodes if you haven't heard it, where I said we can't call it. And I was really, really clear about that. And I had stated that in terms of whether or not you are a virgin, I don't remember the, the whole words, but pretty much it's like it didn't matter if you were a virgin before you got married. I've known a couple where she was a virgin before they got married, now they're divorced. I've known where people got busy on the first night and they've been married for 35 years. I've known people who were abstinent, maybe the lady but not the man, and they ended up in divorce. Actually, that was my testimony. I was actually um, practicing abstinence before I married my first husband, my own, first and only husband. I've only been married one time. But anyway, um, I was practicing abstinence before I married him. It did not save the marriage. 
And so we have a tendency when we're reading these scriptures, um, yes, it's in the Bible, but we call it Bible, and we try our best to adhere to the Bible, only to see that nothing, no matter how hard we try to follow that script or the scripture, life is still going to happen. Life is always going to happen. And so that's what I'm watching unfold with Megan Good and with Devon Franklin. There's things that have that are taking place behind closed doors, which we call life. And whether they've grown apart or whether he's trying to keep her covered and he's trying to figure out a way to cover her in a different light because she is an actress. Um, I heard an interview where she literally stated that it was the Christians that hurt her more than anything. Why is that? Because she's different? Because there has this, there's been this presentation provided that whenever you become a pastor's wife, that you should dress a certain way, you should look a certain way, you should be a certain way. But what if her call to her husband was just to love him and to cover him? What if his he was okay with the way that she dressed, which he actually said that it was fine, that she the way she dressed didn't change her walk as being a Christian. That didn't change because she dressed a different, maybe more different than most. See, she was in tune with her sex appeal. Mind you, she's an actress, so she has been in tune with her sex appeal for quite some time. She's gorgeous. Right there, gorgeous. But because the Christians ostracized her for being who she was and how she was, I'm sure that caused a strain with him being a minister and a pastor with that religion. I'm sure there were behind-the-doors conversations where whenever she would take a part in a role although she was stating that he was super supportive, and I'm not doubting that he was in the beginning. But sometimes, and he even spoke about that in his book, we have these unexpressed expectations. They've been married for nine years. Could it be that in the course of that nine years, he was hoping that maybe those stripes would change? Maybe she would evolve more into the role of a pastor's wife. Maybe things would uh, start to appear different and she would, quote, unquote, choose him. Maybe there's been a competition in terms of careers. There's a whole lot of maybes. The list can go on. Maybe she did want children. 